Hello everybody and welcome to the Vegan Luke and Movie Mad podcast with me Luke Poulton. And I'm struggling to come up with a new name today. You came up with them every single week before. I know, so, but it's been four days. So you can't, <laughs> it's been four days. Yeah, we've recorded um, the last one on a Saturday, we're doing this on a Tuesday, but this is going to be going up on a Thursday. So, uh, so just pretend it's Thursday. Just pretend, yeah, just pretend it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. Can you believe what happened yesterday on Wednesday? Yeah, on Wednesday, yeah. Crazy. Crazy stuff that was everyone, yeah, that was a crazy day <laughs> Wednesday was. Um, but this week, for the release of The Gift, um, we're talking about top five thrillers. Um, do you want to start, have you got any mentions first, Johnny? I'll do one. I've got three mentions. I don't three like mentions. this. Thriller is such a vague one. It's a vague like, one. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I've got Phone Booth, Trance, and Nightcrawler. Trance. Oh, God. I hate Trance. Trance is brilliant. I love I Trance. I hate Trance. Yeah. Um... Nightcrawler, yeah. yeah, Nightcrawler would be on my mentions as well. See, my top five—it's not really a top five; it's just five films that are apparently thrillers um, that I would recommend that people watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are my only three. Shall I go through my mentions yeah. really quickly? Um, Battle Royale, The Chaser, The Departed, Argo, Memento, The Lives of Others, Children of Men, Gravity is cast as a sci-fi and thriller. These are all so different, though. Confessions, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl, Gone Baby Gone, The Warriors, and Eastern Promises. See Even that. though, here's, here's the thing with this thrillers list. It's going to be stuff that can be classed as psychological thriller, but there's some on my list that have also been classed as horror, but they're more, have the, more their thriller to them. Yeah. So that's like, we can say when we're doing our thing, if they're classed psychological, because thriller is a genre... That has, Michael Jackson came up with in the eighties. That has many different things inside it. It's there's like films that can be classed as mass thrillers, but they can all be classed as other yeah. drums as well. That's why I said gravity because that's actually classed as a thriller, mm-hmm. which is weird, but it's because it's thrilling and she's in space and she's got yeah. to go through all this things. But yeah, that's uh, that's my mentions. What is your number five, Johnny? My number five is Signs. Signs. Yeah. By M. Night Shyamalan. I don't know if you're cheating there a little. That's a that's what? a horror more. Ah, oh, see, this is why sci- I don't like this. One. That's a horror sci-fi sci-fi more. No, but it's 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 a thrilling film. A thrilling. <laughs> just let me. I just let I let you because... go with it. Okay, I will let you go with it. I could have gone for phone booth if you'd have accepted that. Because so. you you only li- you um, probably only like it because Keith Sutherland <laughs> comes in at the end. No, not just because he comes in. Just yeah, his, his voice, voice the... his deep dark yeah, husky yeah. voice. I think is that me talking? No, it's not. Um, but no, uh, my number five is Signs. I just wanted a chance to talk about it because it's okay, a go on. film. I remember I went to go see it when I was like, must have been ten or eleven. It was twelve a, and I got my dad to take me out the cinema halfway through. It's too fucking scary. It's too scared. It was too scary, but it's got uh, Joaquin Phoenix, one of my favorite actors, Mel Gibson, an actor. Um, <laughs> and and it's Abigail it's, Reslin. Yes, Abigail. Oh and, my god, I forgot she was and, in it. Uh, I think it might be Corey or Kevin Culkin. Oh, it's one of the McCulkin. Yeah, McCulkin. One of the Culkin brothers. Yeah, it all links together, doesn't yeah. it? Culkin brothers, <laughs> thriller. I mean, um, but no, I love. I absolutely love science. Like it's one of the films I have on my shelf, and I'm just like constantly wary of watching because I, it still scares me to yeah. this day. 
haven't seen it in a long time, but it still me stands up. I haven't seen it since I got, I M. Night. got my dad to drag me out that one time. Um, M. Night Shyamalan's... Shyamalan with Nignum. Yep. Best films. Cause... Well, come on. Come on. Last Airbender. <laughs> Don't forget his, uh, his career that, highlight. That career masterpiece. <laughs> I saw the trailer for The Visit yesterday. That looks... Yeah, but the poster, no film. the poster for the visit just looks it's very terrible. But I've heard good things. Isn't it? You've heard yeah. good things. I've heard. Good yeah, things. that trailer looked really bad, but it's found footage. Maybe, maybe M Night Shyamalan will do something better. But mm. I haven't trusted him a long time because he did After Earth last year or whatever. Oh, I liked After Earth. Um, I didn't dislike it at least. Um, but yeah, uh, Signs. If you haven't seen it, these are just a list of five films people should see. People should um, see. <laughs> I ain't taking this one seriously. Screw you. <laughs> but yeah go see signs go see signs watch signs buy signs um, eat signs uh, eat signs hear signs, hear signs. See smell signs. signs road signs <laughs> um, what's your number five my number five is prisoners ah uh, doesn't from... count why doesn't it count see it's not nice is it it's not nice when people say that <laughs> no I just I've always I can understand why you put signs as a thriller yeah because they ain't taking it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Prisoners from Denise Van Villeneuve. Van Denise Van Who did M- Enemy. <laughs> Another great thriller. Um, and Loose Women, didn't she? Denise Van Outen. You're, yeah. You're ruining woman. this right now. You're ruining <laughs> this. Prisoners is with Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Hugh yeah. Jackman, there, uh, and... Oh, well, I forgot the other guy's name. But the uh, the family, the two kids go missing, and the, and Hugh Jackman's gonna search down the person that did it. This film was really depressing and incredibly horrible to watch in the cinema. Just that first time that you see, is it Paul Paul Dano? Oh yeah, Paul Dano. When you first see Nothing. that he's just been beaten up by Hugh Jackman, yeah, and just his film kept me interested the whole way through, and it was it was one of my favorites of twenty thirteen. Um, just an incredible film and very horrible with its story about like child molesting pretty much in a way mm. as well and kidnapping and all these horrible things. A theme which will but, pop up later. But one that keeps you keeps you interested the whole way through. And yeah, I just loved Prisoners. Um, like I've said, very depressing but an incredible film as well. What is your number four? My number four. Did you like Prisoners? I, I that. Well, I don't... I don't recall it much. Like, I know I saw it, but I don't recall much from it. You don't recall I'll, much I'll from it? I'll revisit it one day. Yeah. One day. You should, you should watch it. Yeah. Um, but my number four... <laughs> number four. What is your number four? Another film that people should watch. I don't know if it class it's a thriller. This is just annoying. Um, the Strangers. Is that alright? It's more Does horror. It stamp of approval? It's, it's more horror, but I understand that at the same time, because... It's horror, but it's also got this whole this family are being yeah, hunted by these these people, and they're outside the house and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, it it's is. A thriller. It is. Yeah. It is. Um. No, I love this, and I just love the whole reason that this invasion what? is happening. This house invasion is happening is because you're home. Yeah, that's the that's the whole line. That's, it's like, why are you doing this? And that's all I reply with. I just and it's just got some great kind of shots, you know, where the masked people just kind of stood behind them and they don't know have you and... have you ever there's um oh, there's a whole recording online of a cinema um of when people it's the same with halloween um when mike miles first sat up and you oh, hear yeah. the whole cinema being like, oh my god and everything so they did it with the strangers as well when she stood in the kitchen 
and he just comes oh, yeah. out of the darkness and everyone in the cinema was like going mental yeah. and, like screaming and stuff being what the fuck <laughs> and like just going crazy because that, that still that scene is still effective The Strangers does have some problems but it's still oh, a, yeah. a very effective it film is. with those little things that it has yeah I, I like it it's a nice little sort of like an indie film yeah yeah, yeah. Um, with oh I forgot her name Kate Beckinsale no no no, forgot her name. Denise Van Out. No, not Denise Van Out. No, I've forgotten her name, but she's she's been in a lot of Liv Tyler. Yeah, Liv Tyler. That's it. Didn't even need to search it up. See. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, The Strangers is a is a good pick. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. I have to approve that. I approve. There's a stamp of approval. All right. What's your number four? My number four is No Country for Old Men. I know you're not really... You're probably not... PTA. What? PTA. It's not PTA, you idiot. It it's the Coen Brothers. Oh, no. What's his one? He's got one just, just like There Will it. Be Blood. They there came out at the same, the same sort of at the same time. And you can see one film and the other. Yeah, but like... Uh, yeah, but No uh, Country uh, for Coen Old Brothers, Men is yeah. based in like present time, but it's still pretty much a, a Western Yeah. in uh, in ways. Um, the Coen Brothers, I still think they're excellent writers... And this has yeah. got it's got Josh Brolin, Avia, uh, Avia Burden. I can't remember. Uh, Javier Burden. Javier, Javier. Javier. I always say their names really great. Yeah, yeah. Javier. Um, he's in it as well. And then Tommy Lee Jones is in it. It's just with um Javier Burden. Him, him going around. He has like a kettle problem. He's yeah. No, people I, he, in the head. He is great in it. He is a, a brilliant bit in it. And Josh Brolin is great. And there's well, one the scene where he finds all the people dead and the money with them. And that's pretty much the the whole story of the film, finding them. And then GTA Five did that exact scene. Oh. Trevor um, or one of them found a load of men dead. It was like a little like you'd wake oh. up somewhere and you found oh, yeah. them, and they're all there. That was pretty cool. But yeah, um, No Country for Old Men is a great film. Um, yeah, for me it was slow moving. It's very slow moving. But it's got yeah. also those great parts with Heavier. He just comes in with the yeah. cow bridge, like just killing all these people, going crazy. There's uh, some. It's just really well written as well, and. Um, I love I love most stuff that the Coen Brothers do, and I'm excited to see what they do next. But yeah, that's that's my number four. What's your number three? My number three. All right, if this isn't a thriller, then I don't know what is. My number three is Ex Machina, or Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, that's a thriller and a sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, it has to be something else. Than it? well, it's, it's, it's a, a sci-fi. It's, it's a sci-fi. Yeah, it's a sci-fi, but it's a thriller. Um, no, I remember leaving this and not trusting... I still don't trust any humans. For all I know, you're a fucking robot. I don't trust you. <laughs> um, no, I think it's it's terrifying and thrilling. Um, and I see what, you, I see what yeah. you did there. It's... Yeah. And Oscar Isaac. What more can I Oscar say? Isaac and... Felicia Vikander. And Brendan... Oh, yeah. Brendan Gleeson's son. Yeah, yeah. Thingy Gleeson. Gleeson, yeah, yes. Mini Gleason. I forgot. See, his... You can search it up. I I'm forgot his name. Yeah, you, you carry on talking about that Gleason. film. Um, no, it is brilliant. And there's that like that dance scene between. Oh, that scene! Yeah. I was sat in the cinema, and that happened. Don- Don- Donald Gleason, yeah. Donald Gleason. Um, and I was sat there, and all of a sudden that happened, and I was like, "This film has just got even better because that whole dance scene, you could have thought this is stupid, yeah, but it just worked in yeah. the film for what it did." It's creepy. Yeah, it's and it, it, it's a great film. I think I didn't have any problems with that film as well. No, no problems. I, I didn't have any problems with Fucking it. Fucking fantastic! It's one of the best films of the year. Yeah, and Jesus, weird thing came out this year. 
and it's the director's um, first film as well. Hmm. Even though I should, because he wrote like Twenty Eight Days Later. Ah, oh, um, speaking of directors' first films, well, we'll get to that later. Though the gift, um, it's gonna be fun to talk about. Hey, Alex Garland, he wrote that and he directed Ex Machina. But yeah, that's a. But yeah, that's my number. That's a good number pick. Three. They get better now. From here on in, like they're proper thrillers. Okay. Good. Good. Two. All right. So, what's your number three? My number three is I Saw the Devil, um, which is a lot of people have classed it as a horror as well, but it is. Um, a thriller with uh, it's where a man's wife is killed, I'm not um, and he's going to hunt down the killer, but he's going to do it very, very slowly. So the way that the man killed the wife, he's going to do it in a very slow way, of, like putting a tracker inside this guy and hunting him down and torturing him, <laughs> just to be like, "You fucked with my, you, you fucked with my wife. This is what I'm going to do to you." But it's an incredible film. Um, Done by G Won Kim, and it's got the same guy from Old Boy, uh, Min Sak Koo. I always said his name really chow, but that's the. Uh, and you've still probably seen uh, him, Byung Hun Lee, and he's been in a lot of American films recently. Yeah, he looks familiar. He was in G.I. Joe, and he also appeared in. Um, i trying to think, there was a newer film that he recently appeared in. Um, he, yeah, he was, a t- he was a T1000 oh, yeah. in that. And he's been he was in Red too as well. But um, I was wondering why a shiver went down my spine when he showed me his picture. But yeah, <laughs> but um, no, it's filmed brilliantly. There's this whole really crazy three sixty shot just in a car where people are getting stabbed. But it's mm. incredible. Um, you should definitely definitely check it out. It's one of my favourite Korean films. One of my favourite films as well. And I've finally got the steelbook of it recently, so I was happy about that. But yeah, that's. That's my uh, that's number three. I don't I don't want to say too much because I think you should. Yeah, no, I'm. I think you should I'm watch gonna... it because it is a, a brilliant film and beautiful cinematography in it. What is your number two? My number two, um, is probably well, it's the second most tense thriller in my list because my number one is very very tense. Um, my number two is 127 Hours. Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's is that a thriller? It's song? a. It's a it's a biographical that's what it's classed as but it's also yeah it's thrilling because it's like some it, man stuck with his arm that, in a blimmin' rock that final sequence with him cutting his arm it's Danny, Danny Boyle isn't it yeah. with a spoon he does it with a spoon he yeah. cuts off his arm with a spoon there's just one bit when he's like just touched his oh, nerve I and remember there's like this jarring music that oh I remember I being remember. in the cinema and the person in front of me was like oh yeah like that was probably me um yeah. <laughs> I was uh, no, I, I think I just kind of sat there motionless, like couldn't keep, couldn't get my eyes off the screen, and then afterwards I just, I literally couldn't speak, and like someone from my work um, bumped into me <laughs> just after I came out, and they're like, "Oh hi, you're right," and I was like, "Yeah," and I just walked off. I was like, I couldn't, I literally could not, I, I couldn't human yeah, yeah. for a while after that. Because you think a film about a man with his arm stuck in a rock for like I think it was about an hour and a hour and a half or something or even longer than that 127 hours <laughs> that's how long it was um, yeah you think a film like that could be boring but yeah. I don't think there's any boring moments to it because it works with this whole yeah. cinematography and the, the the ideas that it puts in where he's having like visions of things it's done by um, Danny Boyle Danny as well Boyle, yeah, yeah yeah it's I think it's one of his best films yeah as well. definitely but, yeah. probably his best that is it is great but um, yeah, that's my number two. It's Wait till pick. you get to my number one. What's your number two? My number two is Seven, 
Seven. With done by David Fincher. All right. Yeah. 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 Know, yeah. With uh, with Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman. Um, I'd call it more buddy cop movie. Buddy cop, yeah, yeah, buddy cop. Movie. <laughs> Not really a thriller, mate. With them searching down a killer who is using the seven sins. Um, this road, I think it's when they get to gluttony, or I think it's sloth. I think when they get to sloth, there's that really thin man. Oh, that's when they in, cross it over with Ice Age, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he gets the sloth from Ice Age, where he's with the guys in the bed, and he's really thin. Yeah. And that scene is just <laughs> disgusting. And the end of this film is well, always always get me with Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey is amazing with it just yeah he's brilliant in it but just that end scene you're just like oh shit like the killers fucking with the people that have mm-hmm. been like search my, um, searching the whole time my um, cousin introduced me to that uh, and because I'd not seen it and he was like yeah. oh do you know who it is do you know who's who's in it I was like no it's alright you've got to watch it and it's incredible like you don't kind of know until he appears. Yeah, that's the thing. You like, get to he's the got end. such a normal voice, and he just puts his arms sort of, up, and he's like, "Yeah, just covered." Because I was trying to figure it out while I was watching the film, but I couldn't fucking figure it out. No, no. Um, and then I watched, yeah, I watched that and The Usual Suspects, and now I can never trust <laughs> Kevin Spacey in anything. Because I think the two great films that Kevin, uh, that um, David Fincher did, that was uh, sort of um, in the same type of, they felt like the same type of film, but one was better than the other with Zodiac as well yeah Zodiac yeah. was interesting Zodiac yeah. is, is a really great film very long film but a yeah. really great one as well but yeah I just think Seven is just brilliant with everything that it does the acting is brilliant and one of best one of Morgan Freeman's best performances as well um, and Brad Pitt's great in it but that, yeah that's my that's my number two what is your number one I'm excited my number one excited to know your number one you've mentioned it already um, but screw you I'm putting it in my list Okay. Because it's fucking tense and it's a thriller and it's thrilling. It's yeah. the most thrilling film I've seen in a cinema, and I cannot see it on ev- any screen except the IMAX. Gravity. Gravity. Yeah. That's the thing. Gravity. I, isn't I haven't bought Gravity. No, I would never be- watch it on it because any screen. I can't like after seeing it on such a big screen. Yeah. So I went to the I went to the premiere. Sandra Bullock was sat oh. two rows in front <laughs> of me. Um, paid twenty five pound for a ticket. Wow. London Film Festival. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved every second of it. Like, it's so immersive. If you... If anyone's not seen it, go see it, but just wait until the IMAX does it again. Yeah, because IMAX always... it's got to be the IMAX. They normally... um, They do screenings every now and again. They're doing the Dark Knight trilogy. Again. All nighter. I've been wanting to do do it for ages. A lot of the time. And I've been kind of waiting around for it to pop up again. Yeah, and it's popped up again, and it's on the twenty seventh or twenty eighth of um, August. August, <laughs> and I think I'm a bit busy. Yeah, we're a fright annoying. fest. Yeah, but yeah. Gravity. Gravity is my is the best thriller. It's a fucking thriller. I, I don't know. It's too. It's dense. they say sci fi, but it's still it's got its thrilling moments. She still has to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, spinning about in space, and there's all these crazy things happening. Um. And a lot of people are like, oh, this couldn't really happen. But there was actually scientists that looked at the science of it and found yeah. that a lot could have actually happened but yeah, in the film. That's the greatest thriller of all time. Because I've said it now. Of all time. And there's lore. Yeah. Uh, what's what's your... <laughs> Apparently, your number one. <laughs> Shout out. My number one was already in my top five favourite films. But Shaun of the Dead. 
Yeah, sure. Is it? <laughs> in thrillers, yes. Uh, old boy. Um, old, boy. old boy is more of a psychological thriller. I'd, I'd call it more foreign film. Oh, <laughs> film, really. It's more of a psychological thriller. As you can see, I've got two, two, uh, two Korean films in here. Um, and both of them have the same actor in it. Um, but it's psychological, but it's also got this whole... He's, he, well, he's got searched down why he was imprisoned. And they've got that whole hammer scene, which is incredible. The one-shot take. Just, I've already spoken about Old Boy before, and I've said so much about it. I just love everything that Old Boy does. Yeah, Josh never, Brolin is pretty. Oh, good, never isn't it? ever <laughs> watch the remake because the remake is atrocious. Um, Old Boy got everything right that I liked from the manga and added in even more, um, just with its twists and changing the story about and just being very disturbing. I watched this at quite a young age. I was lucky enough to go. I was well, I was fourteen. Went into Tesco's. And it was an eighteen, and uh, they sold it to me. Um, yeah, and I got home, watched it, and I hadn't really watched any many like foreign films. I was getting into Korean cinema back then, so I watched. I was watching like well, that's more Japanese. But I was watching like Akira and stuff. But yeah, I just first time watching that was a very hard watch because of how disgusting it is at moments, and I I didn't see the ending coming no, at any no. point I got to the end and I was just like that is so messed up I just I never get bored of this film because every single time I watch it that ending still gets me even in, though I know the ending it mm. still fills me with like just anger and stuff it's like that is so horrible but yeah that's uh, Old Boy is my number one and if you haven't seen Old Boy or I Saw the Devil or any of these films that we've spoken about then you should go and check them out right away but now we're going well, to go into the rest of the podcast. Yeah, first, listen to the rest of the podcast first, and then go and check them out. But we're going to speak about we're going to speak about this week's releases. We're going to start with the gift. Um, you go. The gift. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Four out of five. I thought it was fantastic. Um, it's uh, Joel Edgerton is is brilliant in it. He's so creepy, and then it has this like fantastic like switch. About halfway, well, just not even halfway, halfway through. through. It, it has not even this halfway fantastic through. It's in, the last, it's in the last ten minutes. And then, yeah, that's what I like. It's oh, it's, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, and there's some like really nice like throwbacks to Usual Suspects. And there's, did you notice the two three seven? It's the um at the hospital in the hospital. There was like a number two three seven in the hospital ward. And it was a clear throwback to uh, The Shining. You really oh, think so? Yeah. No, I checked it on IMDb and it said as well. Oh, okay. Um, but I think for a first film, this is... It's a brilliant, like... It's a brilliant one to kick your directing career off. Yeah. And you, of course, agree. No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't agree. Why? Oh, do you know what else? Um, right. Gordo, yeah. Uh, Gordo the weirdo. Yeah, Joel Edgerton's character, Gordo. Yeah. He's so creepy, but it annoys me that he's got a goatee. I'm just like, I don't, I want to take mine off now. It's, but no, I. How can you not like it? Go on, explain. The gift you is convince me. Don't forget. Is one of the most film predictable film. films of the year that I have seen. This doesn't bring anything new. It's certified fresh from Rotten Tomatoes, and it doesn't bring anything new. I guess the whole time, like, okay, spoilers right here. When they went into the guy's house at first, I guess that he was recording them. Oh, yeah, you can... I guess that's straight off the bat. And then when when they got to the hospital at the end, 
I was I was like I turned to to Lizzie and just said to her I was like I don't think it's I don't think it's his baby yeah, I don't you think can it's the husband coming, I don't it's... think it's the husband's baby and yeah. she was like no no I was like she fainted and she was like oh she was like no no yes. and then we found out it it was his baby it's just you have those two stupid jump scare moments as well with the dog well, jumping yeah. and the whole she's in the shower and it's a dream and she rubs it away and bangs on the glass I just saw everything coming a mile off. You knew straight away that it wasn't... You guessed already, yeah, it's not his house. It's not his house that he's in. It's just... There wasn't... I wasn't surprised. Because I had all these people saying to me, oh, the ending's incredible. It's got this amazing ending. But you get to the end, and you see that he's saying, um, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna talk. Let me shoot on through, and then you can have your thing. And that's what Joe Egerton yeah. said. He's, he's saying the same conversation from earlier. And I thought, okay, that's cool. You're seeing the character change. You're seeing him be this because when he gets punched about by, by um, what's the husband's name again? Jason Bateman. Yeah, what's the husband called in the film? Just Jess Bateman. Yeah, just when I don't know when he gets beaten up by him. He's just all this wimpy guy, and you see him being this bigger character at the end because when yeah. his wife's in hospital, she's had the baby and everything, and you think this crazy thing's about to happen, and then all it is that here's my revenge. Here's how I got back at you. Didn't get back at you. I raped your wife. That's not a fucking good revenge. If you want to get revenge on someone... Did he? Because you said... Oh, you can see it in the eyes. Why would the fuck was the husband crying if he hadn't? Did he do? Well, you don't know if he did, but it's pretty obvious that he did. did. I don't think he did. I think he just did it to fuck with him. But he said, look in the eyes and you can see. You can see it wasn't Jason Bateman's son if it was meant to be. Jason Bateman's got blue eyes. Kids have blue eyes. Yeah, but... Think he had brown eyes. What yeah, but it doesn't mean the colour of the eyes, it means how the eyes look. It's not the colour. But that's the thing that annoyed me. It wasn't like, oh, my revenge I'm going to get on you is by fucking with you, I'm going to wreck your house and stuff. It's, I'm going to rape your wife. And that's the end. That's I the... don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. It seemed like he did do it, but that's just, that's still a shitty... Well, to you, because like, you revenge. think he did it. Well, I, I don't know. He, did it. I think he, he says, he... like, you can, you can believe if I did it or if I didn't do it. But, um, I don't know, it's just that ending no, I think just he... seemed... Do just... not listen to Luke here. Go see The Gift. It is probably the best film out this week. Um, what else is out? Yeah, Max, I, I've not seen. Die with a Teenage Girl. I could. I can agree with. Yeah, I can agree with like one of the best. I. Th- I think it's good. I think it's well acted. Yeah. I haven't even finished talking about it yet, Sorry. mate. Before you're saying that. Um, this is one film that also has the biggest. Not the biggest. The the biggest product placement that I've seen in a while. Gatorade. Oh, right, yeah. right, so we have the wife, she goes and runs, she has the Gatorade, she faints at one point in the bottle of Gatorade, she knocks the, the bottle of Gatorade over, over at one point, you see it pour out, and you keep seeing, like, they do that whole thing where they, it pans at it, and you see the Gatorade bottle on the side. Yeah. But the one thing that made it even more annoying, the product placement, was where they're at the man's house. <laughs> what can I get you to drink? Oh, do you want do you want water? Do you want juice? Gatorade? <laughs> it's like, really? You could have just carried on saying... Do you want water or juice? But they had to throw in Gatorade. Yeah, I know product placement, but that was just... I expected better from you, Joel. I expected better from you. I think everyone does a great job acting. That's the thing. Great job acting. I like the cinematography. I like like the idea, but for me, there could have been so much more to this. And with the whole idea that he was... You don't know if he raped the wife or not, that's still not a great revenge to me. He could have done... He could have fucked with Jason Bateman so much more... He, I know he lost his job and all that shit, but he could have done so much more to affect him, and it didn't. At the end of it, it didn't feel like he had affected him enough. 
it didn't feel like he had got back at him for what he did to him. Yeah. Roy's in it. What? Roy, isn't it? Roy? Roy, from Pam and Roy, from The Office. Roy. He's the bearded guy. You watch The Office, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. trying. I can't even remember. Roy. He's, he played um uh, uh, Jason Bateman's friend, school friend. Oh, okay. He was like telling Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah um, isn't it? And so there was like, also... There's that. Did you ever watch Freaks and Geeks? No. The blonde woman that was sat around the dinner table with them. Oh, she was also in Freaks and Geeks. Like, the whole time I was sat there and I was like, I recognise you from something. But yeah. I can't remember what. But I don't know. I say The Gift is a good film. Out of five? It only got three out of five four. from me. Four out of five. Four out of five from you. From both of us. No, four four out three out of five, five from four me. four out of five from Vegan Luke and Movie no, Man. three out of five from me. Opinions. Johnny doesn't like it when people have different opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just... The Gift is a good film, um, but it's just not as incredible as people were making it out to be. Um, I don't know. That's, this is just our opinions on it, and that's it. But now we're going to go on to The Diary of a Teenage Girl. Yeah, I forgot I'd seen this already when we did the podcast last. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? Didn't like it. No, I wasn't a crown. I was utterly bored. I wasn't utterly bored. It was, a, it was interesting, and it had some sort of dark undertones to it it's like this shouldn't be right really should it yeah because you're sat there and the thing is okay the thing about the film is it's a 15 year old girl and she's trying she's having she wants to have an affair with her mother's boyfriend but the thing that happens with the film is that she goes to the mum's boyfriend they go out they drink and she like starts giving his finger a a blowjob and stuff and then says to him I want you to fuck me. At this point of the film, you would think to yourself, right, this, it's set in 1976, but you would think to yourself that an adult would still question themselves and be like, no, you're 15, I can't do that. But he's just like, all right, I'll fuck you. Right away. He doesn't question it. He doesn't think, oh, I'm with your mum, so I'm not going to do it. But he just does it. Yeah. Um, no, I think it had some interesting undertones, but they didn't kind of come out properly. Um... It felt, tonally, at points, it felt a bit like a 1970s Juno. I don't know. Does that I, make yeah, sense? A sort of, but Juno's a better film. Yeah, Juno is a better film. Um, but I yeah, don't know, I just... It felt, it felt like it was trying to be kooky. Yeah. With all the arts and yeah, art you, and stuff. You think that it's going to... I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, this film's going to be really funny, but yeah. I didn't laugh. Um, I, I just... I didn't care for anyone in the film. I didn't care for any characters. And everyone was like, yeah, this is a film that empowers women and things. But when it's a film that empowers women, if you want to do that sort of shit, and you want to, like... You're showing women... You're showing this girl naked on the screen throughout the film. If you want to try and make this film a bit more, then maybe actually show the man's penis as well instead of just showing the woman naked all the time because you have that whole stuff. But then they're like, hey, let's put a lesbian scene in here as well. Like... That's what men saw. I know, it, like, that's because she was just experimenting and having all this different stuff, but it didn't really feel like it was empowering to women at any point to me. Because you have Kirsten's big character being saying, like, feminist. Yeah, like Mad Max. Feminist, shut up. Shut up, mate. Mad Max is. You can't compare these films. You cannot compare. Um, I don't know. I just. <laughs> I just had, like, both films that I've seen, The Gift and The Diary of a Teenage Girl, were both certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. See, I understand the gift, but I don't understand. I don't understand Diary of a Teenage Girl. Out of five for you? Um, Two. Yeah, two out of five for me. It was just... 
wasn't truly terrible. Well, cinematography is, is great on it. I think it's the same cinematography that did like This Is The End and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think it is. Um, I don't know. I just... I had high hopes for this and was just very disappointed um, with what it did. It didn't feel just as great as it could have done. And t- just like all this, they had all these weird sex scenes and stuff. And I don't know, I just, I hoped for more with it and was just really bored. And it felt way longer yeah. than it actually was. But you saw it at um, Pitch House, didn't you? Yeah, that was the only good thing about <laughs> yeah, it. Did I you, got to go to the Pitch what, House. What did you think of that? Pitch Beautiful house? place. Yeah. Beautiful. It's and really it's got though. a framed picture of uh, Michael Fassbender. You didn't tell me that, did you? No, I don't yeah. even remember seeing it. But yeah, yeah, the, 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 okay, yeah, the cinematographer of The Diary of a Teenage Girl did the, the interview. <laughs> Bad Neighbours, That Awkward Moment, uh, This Is The End. Oh, and Adam Sandler's film, That's My Boy. <laughs> and Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. But yeah, that's... that's, that's not, there wasn't really... Um, we didn't see Max, which is the film about the dog, but I heard that's... I, well, I almost saw it yesterday. I heard, that, that's I, not that, I heard that's not that great. Um... But next week... I don't understand how he goes from being a dog to being Tom Hardy. That's... Uh, did they bridge that gap? Or, you or just, does he become... You just coming out does he become Mel Gibson in between? You just coming out the terrible jokes today. Terrible jokes. Ne- next week for the release of Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? No, no, I'm saying the next week's top five. Yeah, We're not ending it. We're not, yeah, but shouldn't we say... We'll do that at the end. We'll just do our top oh, five. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, right. I'm just saying, we spoke about this right. week's releases. So next week's releases are going to be like uh, Absolutely Anything... Um, Trainwreck and oh, I cannot wait for Trainwreck what else is there? I'm so excited for Trainwreck Trainwreck trailers didn't make me laugh oh no I'm really excited I've heard good it. things but I've just um, he didn't make me laugh but I like Jad, Jad Apto so I'm hoping yeah. um, I'm hoping it's going to be good yeah there's that um, trying Pixels to think is out Pixels yeah, we won't guys. be speaking about that um because we already spoke about it, but I, I, can't find, I can't think what else is going to be out on Friday. We've got... No, I can't think what else is going to be out. Hold on. Because phones don't like to show. Oh, um, the man from... The man from Uncle. Oh, yeah. U-N-C-L. Yeah, that as well. So we got... E. We got... Yeah, E. We got um, three films to speak about next week. I think there might be something else. Mistress. Uh, something. Yeah. The new film oh, from the yeah. guy that did... Um, Mistress America. Yeah, while, yeah. while we were young. Yeah. So... Two films this year, but from him. But yeah, that's that's all the releases. But now we're going to go on to what what films have you recently watched? What films have you recently watched? I only watch um, <laughs> I only watch Found because we last did this on um, last recorded this on Saturday, and then I watched Found on the Saturday. Um, Found is a horror film about a boy. How did you How did you find it? <laughs> I find I found it not very good. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it was it's um, about a boy. Uh, that finds out is that his brother's a serial killer because he can find all these bags inside the brother's closet that have like heads inside and stuff. It's, like tries to have a coming of age story to it as well. This boy growing up, he's watching horror films, watches this film called Headless that his brother's stolen from the video store, and it's all like this person getting their head chopped off and headless there. But it's just everyone was hyping about it, being like, this is incredible. One of the most like the back of the thing had. Uh, one of the most merciless endings ever to a film. It was a shit end and it just didn't do anything. And then the quote on the front of the DVD was, as horror as horror can get. <laughs> How badly written was that? It's done by, that was written by Elvira, 
or whatever that woman um, uh, from Ho- I don't know just The Found just wasn't the film that I was hoping to be I was hoping it's going to be this crazy like serial killer movie and just going over the top with the gore but just wasn't very great but yeah one yeah. out of, one out of five for me with that yeah. that's the only movie I've watched um, what have you watched we're going to have watched, television uh, after this but yeah three others what's that alright <laughs> I watched uh, I rewatched Bronson you uh, like it on Saturday night yeah it's I, good I love Bronson um, it's a bit wacky like I don't Nicholas Wyndham Riffin yeah um, I give it four out of five uh, because Tom Hardy's performance is fantastic I give it five out of five bit, I love it nah it's a bit too techno and yeah it does have know, all the weird music and all yeah. the blue lights and insane um, and stuff but it gave us Tom Hardy well, yeah does it give us pretty much I think that's where his that's breakout pretty yeah. much was um, and little known fact Bronson was from Luton yeah yeah and now he's in right. he's still in prison at the moment yeah, yeah. Um, no I saw that that was fun um, and last night slash this morning I watched a film actually hold on. you said three yeah yeah no I, I'll talk about the, the other one in a sec but last night slash this morning I watched a film called Away We Go which was recommended to me by a friend of the show Andrew uh, aka Ethan Runt. Um but yeah it's it's really fun it's What's Sam Mendes Sam Mendes and it's got um, Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski um, playing this couple who've, who are like getting ready for their child to be born. And I know, I know it was a Rome. It's the poster like massive letters on it, and is there a sunset behind? Is there sunshine? No, I never saw a poster no. for it. But okay. um, but no, I thought it was really nice. They like kind of go to different places to try and figure out where to raise their child. Um, and it's great. I think it's a great film for like new parents. I know. Um, yeah, I recognise. To realise that you know, is it funny? Is, it's it is funny. Yeah. Oh my god, Maggie Gyllenhaal has got a great little, a great kind of section as this just hippie mum. Yeah. Oh, it's it's brilliant. And do you know what I realised? Um, with Sam Mendes having directed it, and John Krasinski being in it we can finally get Golden Face in a Bond film. <laughs> I want Golden Face in a Bond film. In That's Bond film. what Spectre's going to be about. Well, like, everyone's so, expecting. Why does it say that this is Sam Mendes' last Bond film, but then he's also been put for Bond 25 as well? That's what I just read. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, nothing's been known. What, you, yet, what, what are people expecting? But, um, no, people are expecting um, Christoph Waltz to be Blofeld, or maybe Andrew Scott to be Blofeld. I'm putting it out there. yeah. yeah. Blofeld is just it's golden face and John Krasinski is going to pop in and then um, Michael Skarn is going to come in and do the Skarn and save the world imagine Michael Skarn and uh, and James Bond doing the Skarn together it is a Skarn isn't it yeah. I don't know have you not, do you not watch The Office like, I only watched like a little bit of oh, it I haven't watched rookie. the whole thing mate you rookie because I heard it gets crap after one. No, of, it one doesn't. Of, one Don't of listen seasons. to anyone. It's great. Um, but no, I I loved it. I gave it a five out of five. Away we go. Oh, maybe after. What's it on? It's on Netflix Brazil. Okay. Call it on. Um, so there were Brazilian soundtrack, uh, Brazilian subtitles under. Oh, I see, I had to watch it like that. But yeah, okay. I didn't bother me too much. Yeah. Learned a couple of new words. Um, and I also watched because it's been a while since we mentioned it. Yeah. Whiplash. 
Ah, <laughs> you watched a short film? No, I not watched a short film yet. <laughs> you put, so you, had, saving, you put, you put in the Blu-ray, but you didn't watch the short no, film. No, I introduced it to another friend, but she didn't like it. That's like three people I know. Why didn't they like it? Um, well, you know, her her reasoning was shit. Right. Shit no, reasoning. She had she had reasoning. She had reasons, and I understood her reasons. What was it? She just. I don't want to. Well, I don't know. She just said that it was like nothing happens in it, and. <laughs> nothing happens it's, in it's it. It's very by the books and it's very predictable. And a lot happens in it. I know, I know. I I still love it. I, I so absolutely love it. It is still the best film of the year. Although she loved what was it, Birdman? I love Birdman as well, but I, I know, you, I know you don't like it. Yeah. No, I might need to revisit that. Yeah. I'll borrow your glue. Um, but yeah, that's all the films I watched. Also, I finished Thirty Rock. How was yeah? We're we're There's we're going into jack- television now. Yeah, that's so, a, that was a nice yeah. uh, segue. Yeah, segue there. Um, I forgot the word there. That's good. But yeah, uh, yeah. I finished that rock, and now there was a big Jack Donaghy sign sized hole in my heart. In your heart. Just watch it again. Just watch through it again. Well, now I've started a new series now. Um, you'll be excited. Um, I started. I'm about three episodes into. It's always sunny. What do you think so far? It's funny. Yeah, it's I, funny. I, I so like you watch the first episode where they I open like the, the little uh, guy. They open the, they make it a gay bar in the first yeah. episode. I like the little guy. What's his name? The little midget guy. Midget. You can't say midget anymore. You can only say little person. The little the little guy. What's his name? Charlie. He's not... <laughs> Charlie. What's his name? He's not even Charlie. He's like five foot something. Yeah. yeah the little, Charlie the little... Day. But he's called yeah. Charlie in the. Yeah. I'm sure as well. Yeah. He's yeah. brilliant in it. The little guy. Yeah. I liked him. He's he's funny. He's crazy. Um, but I think I can only take. I so thought you were saying like Danny DeVito, but Danny, Danny DeVito comes no, in in like season three. All right, spoilers. Sorry, but um, no, it is it is great. I'm up to yeah. season six at the moment. Yeah, it feels weird to be watching a show that's still on. It's on season ten now. Yeah, like season ten's airing at the moment. No, it? season ten's finished. Season eleven comes out yeah. next next year. But like yeah. That's what I mean, like a show that's still yeah, yeah. getting new seasons and stuff. It's, it feels weird. Because, yeah, that doesn't really happen. With... Yeah. But no, um, I think you'll, as it gets on, gets even funnier. Yeah. Because um, it's good good that you mentioned that. That's what I'm going to start with. Because oh, right. I just on season six, I've just watched uh, The Gang Buys a Boat. Because, you know, it comes up like times. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they buy a boat. Dennis gets, Dennis is an arsehole. You will realise throughout the whole thing that he's just this really sexist guy. But that's the whole joke of, of him. He's just an idiot and thinks that he can get any woman. <laughs> and he has the Dennis system and all these stupid things. But yeah, the gang buys a boat is... Wait, yeah, they, It's just a hilarious episode um, because Dennis thinks that if he buys a boat he can take women back there and everything. <laughs> and he thinks, comes oh, up with so this really, just the Friends episode. comes up with this really creepy like idea of why, if you're out in the middle of the sea, why you could take them to your boat and stuff. It's just like really weird. And Max like, that doesn't really sound right that you're saying... Saying that, Max, the guy that um, you, you know which one was Max, don't you? Like, a bit muscular, muscular one, the one that's yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's gonna be the guy that's directing a Minecraft movie. Oh really? <laughs> but yeah, um, he is just um great. Uh, yeah, that's a fun episode. Then I watched uh, Max Big Break where he wins a radio competition to go on the ice rink to play hockey. <laughs> he has to learn how to do hockey first. And he thinks he's really great, and then just slips on the ice when going to go do the thing and lands face first. But 
yeah, it is great. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it when you yeah. get more not into quite it. Quite up to season six yet. Yeah, but when you get season six, yeah. Um, do you watch any other TV? No, just that you started on that. I'm, a... I'm very happy to hear you started on that. Yeah, you watched. You watched the rest of the development. I tried it. I got about. I got up to the Netflix season. Yeah, I did. Oh. Just... So you've watched all the other three seasons. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the three seasons? Alright. Oh, it's alright. Nah, nah. It's not just alright. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Mm. I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, the other stuff, I watched more of Brooklyn Nine-Nine because yesterday I only had three jobs at work so I killed time by watching through about five episodes <laughs> and the captain of the police station is just this really moody guy. Andy Sandberg keeps trying to steal um, a medal from his office but keeps trying to do all these really stupid things so he falls through the ceiling at one point and then tries to put pigeons in his air-conditioned unit so feathers will come out at him. Mm. But he tries to put the pigeons in there and the officer walks around and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just photocopying something. And he's just got all these pigeons <laughs> just in his hands. So, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, we did the Saturday episode before, so I can't speak about Scream the TV series because that, screen, yeah. that screens tonight. So I'll be speaking about that next week, next week's episode. Um, it's probably one of the shortest episodes we're going to be doing. Yeah, and uh, True Detective. Um, I've only watched the... I, because you turned up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. joking. I only watched the opening of this season finale. It's like an hour and 26 minutes of this. But they're still talking complete bullshit. They start with a yeah. sentence. She's like, the rugs in the forest. And just like, Rachel Mahan's thing. And I was just like, she says that. And then they carry on with this bullshit conversation. They're talking about something, how she got in some guy's van and stuff. And you're like, I don't remember this ever being anything else. In any yeah. part of this season, I'm not watch forward to catching it. <laughs> watch season one, brilliant, brilliant season. Season two has just not been that great. I've heard this episode is the best um, out of the whole season, so mm. I will, I'll be speaking about it next week. Um, but yeah, that's this is our shortest episode yet. Yeah, forty-five minutes long. So um, it's like we've only had four days. I'm an idiot. Yeah, mm. that's why. Um, next week it will probably be longer yeah. because we will have. I'll have True Detective to speak about. Um, we will also have three movies to speak about, and I'm excited to do four movies. Four movies. There's miss, yeah, Precinct yeah. Seven Five. No, but yeah, but we also we've got Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Absolutely, absolutely anything. anything. Mistress, Mistress of America, America. And Man um, from Uncle. Man from Uncle. And um, um, Precinct. Precinct. Seven That's five, like the poli- yeah. It's about. I don't even know what it's I saw about. the trailer when I saw Slow West. With that, it's just about precincts. It was like really corrupt and things, and mm. it was a re- it's infused a whole police officer from that. But yeah, next week is going to be our top five Robin Williams films. It's not going to be a drone or anything this time. Yeah. I'm really excited to do that because I rub- love Robin Williams and with been a days. Year since yeah, it's been a year. Two days ago. Yeah, two days. This is we're going to Tuesday, two but it was ago. a year today. Yeah. Um, on the on the eleventh um, of August, it's been a year. Yeah. Sad. Um. But yeah. yeah, I just love his films and I'm excited to write up that top five and talk about it next week. Um, that is our podcast. That's all from us today. And we will, this is episode nine. We've got this far. Next week will be episode ten. Wow. Been doing this for that long. 90 episodes away. <laughs> Big 100. But thank you very much. Um, and you will hear us again very, very soon. Goodbye. Bye.